from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline is the head coach of Duke Basketball. John, I am sorry. John Shire joining us. I am sorry. I, 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 couldn't, I can't make it out to those, those Thursdays because... I got to prep for the show. Jillio and I got to prep for the show. But I saw from Aaron Beard that everybody was rocking their baseball hats. I had to wear my Marlins hat today, man. I'm sorry. Well, well I was just telling you, it's it's a cheap shot if you ask me because I, <laughs> Moises and Lou, it's, it's bringing flashbacks to, you know, what happened in the, uh, what was it, the Leech, uh, the National hey, that, Finals. It's not like I'm wearing a Chicago White Sox hat after the game, <laughs> you know? At least I'm not doing that. Exactly. I got, I got payback for those guys. Don't worry. Yeah, Fair, enough. You know, and you're Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it's funny. I, I actually kind of, this was a jokey way to kind of start this conversation. And John Shire joining us, head coach at Duke, uh, ahead of this weekend's game against Virginia Tech. Look, you, you're kind of getting your bearings. You got all these other things that are going on to be, you know, this, this rookie season as, as head coach at Duke. But you're also trying to kind of implement your own things as a Duke head coach. So how have you, as we kind of get into March, <laughs> The, the what you've wanted to do to Cameron and the game day experience and even our own interactions, uh, you know, post game. How have, how have you felt that's gone? What have you tried to change? What have you liked? You know what? It's um, it's it's funny because uh, it's one of those things you have. You always have ideas when when you're going to be a head coach and, you know, playing to your personality and and being true to yourself. But it's also different once you get into it. You, you just have a much deeper feel and level of understanding for things. And one of the passions that my wife and I have had, we have three small kids and, you know, being involved in the children's hospital has been something that's been uh, an honor for us. My wife has done an amazing job. You'll see her at every halftime. She's out there with raising money, uh, shooting a free throw. And, and it's a great way to put pressure on former players, by the way. You know, they, they get so nervous coming back, you know, and they always make excuses. I haven't shot in a long time. And, right, uh, right. But that's been a great thing. And then other than that, just being true to myself and following my instincts and interactions and being honest and open. John Shire joining us, head coach, Duke basketball here on the OG. Gilio out today. He'll be back on Monday. So I, I've I've wanted to ask this question a couple times, but I don't want to get in the way of people who actually have to write stuff. Um, you know, it, it seems like every game you're highlighting a player who stepped up, right? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, John's like cycling through dudes in the middle of a game. Like it's it's a constant thing. How much of this is what you want to do? How much of it is the group? How much of it was because you had no choice because of some early injuries uh, to Derek Whitehead and Derek Lively? Yeah, I mean, it's one, I think it's a credit to the players that we have where it hasn't been clear separation for a majority of the year. Uh, on the other hand, uh, we have been able to get uh, a much better rotation and the more, the more stability where guys know when they're playing and when they're getting in. Uh, the better it is. And, you know, we've been playing more of an eight-man rotation, which has been good. Mm -hmm. uh, other guys still have to be ready. And and honestly, it's been that way for our team. Every game somebody new is stepping up. And so as a coach, it's it's great, but it also makes it where you have decisions down the stretch. We've closed with different lineups, mm -hmm. which is a little bit different than we've done in the past and maybe different how we do it going forward. 
And that's what I was curious about, you know, in the Louisville game, right? Grandison is the guy who's going to be talked about because he hit a bunch of big shots early on to get you back in the game. I've been at, I've been at games where Ryan Young is the one who's pulling down a key rebound, putting his body out there, uh, and in, and he kind of is a difference maker sometimes. It's Proctor. It, you, you get the gist. You know this. It's always some new guy. And how have you – have the players – because you're trying to balance freshmen with expectations. You're trying to balance transfers who have come in and understand their role. So how have you felt that this team has kind of processed that? You know, no pouting, no like, hey, man, i got to get my minutes at the stretch. How have you balanced that? How have they balanced that? You know, they've done a great job. Obviously, all of them want to want to have great individual success. And I wouldn't want them here if they didn't feel that way. Uh, but also, I think the only way to handle it is being transparent open and honest, mm-hmm. you know, I'm coaching to win and you know, going to play the guys are doing what we ask and help us do that to the highest level that we can. And each, you already mentioned it, but you know, with our guys, we have uh, Ryan Young is very different than Derek Lively, right. And uh, Derek's potential and who he's going to be as a pro and all those things is different than who he is now. But for mm-hmm. Derek and the defensive end, he's a game changer. Ryan has come up. He's been one of the best offensive rebounders in the country, let alone our league. And so in different situations, Ryan can make some plays that Derek may not, and vice versa. Derek obviously has tools um, that Ryan does. And I could go down the list, you know, complimenting each other, other guys on the floor, something you have to take take into consideration. But uh, they've been team players and have all stepped up when needed. John Shire joining us, head coach Duke basketball here on the OG. Julio out today. He'll be back on Monday. All right, so I am curious. This kind of – the light bulb went on for me when Wake Forest came through, and and Steve Forbes, head coach of Wake Forest, was talking about their own issues and and going through some tough games and not not winning some of those tough games. But also it was almost like you have to push back the timeline and when a team becomes the team, right? And we're so caught up in net. We're so caught up in Ken Palm. You know, things that happened in November, and you, you know this, the team that you guys were in November is not the team you're now. So in, a, in kind of like a bigger philosophical thing, if coaches understand this, should we understand this when we're talking about your teams, when we're still kind of obsessing over wins and losses that occurred what feels like 10 years ago in the lifetime yeah. of, a, of, a, of a program? Yeah, it's, it's actually a great point because – you know, we're watching back our Virginia Tech game, getting ready for, you know, playing them tomorrow. And I couldn't believe how different we were. <laughs> you know, we were so different as a team. The, the starting lineup, the the rotations. Uh, Virginia Tech, by the way, is so different, right? And so, you know, there's a, a, line that are, a line that I heard that has really stuck with me, especially for our team this season. I can't remember who told me, so I apologize. I'm not, I'm not plagiarizing here. But right, right, right. It's, I think Brad Stevens is the one that said it. But uh, analytics can tell us what we've done. They can't tell us what we can do. And so to your point about Ken Palm, Net, whatever that is, that tells us what we've done maybe. But it's not, it can't tell us what we, we're capable of and what we can do. And that's been you know, our messaging to our team. Which gets to a larger point about the ACC. Um, I know – Jeff Capel talked about it earlier this week at Pitt. Steve Forbes, we talked to him earlier this week, and and he also spoke up on on this. But you're new, you know. How do you how do you balance? I'm trying to get established here at Duke as we as we began this conversation, kind of put a stamp on what you want to do with this program. Uh, do you feel like you're in a place now where you can say, "Hey, look, it's it's time to advocate for the league in the same way that Kay would advocate for the league." 
Well, I'm new as a head coach, but I've been in the league now, you know, what? There's 17 years ago. I came don't, into the don't, don't, don't remind me. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> so, remind me how old yeah, we I all are. Like, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So for me, seeing the, you know, I have a great feel for where the league has, has been and where it's gone over the last 17 years. And there's no doubt in my mind the ACC doesn't get the respect it deserves. Uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm saying we have the, I'm not disrespecting any, any other league when I say that. Sure. I, that, is, that is true. And uh, I have questions that I don't understand when you look at the net, Ken Palm, whatever it may be. You know, one of the things on my plate, I'm taking a deep dive this summer to understand scheduling, uh, non-conference. I think that has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but take us, for example. Our, our two losses in the non-conference were Purdue and Kansas. And so we beat some really good teams. I think we showed we're a really good team in the non-conference, you know, and the the difference of beating Kansas or not, it's one possession game late in that game. Right. Do beat us pretty good. But for us, we get beat by other good teams. They're good. They're not. <laughs> and so um, we don't get the credit of losing to Wake Forest and they don't get the credit of beating us. And uh, I could go down. I could spend a lot of time on this because it's, it is frustrating, yeah. but it's not about being a first-time head coach where I don't feel I can't speak up on it. John Shire joining us, head coach, Duke basketball here on the OG. All right, so when you do that deep dive on net, can you like explain it like we're five when you finally figure it I out? I will absolutely explain it looking back because it's, you know, we've, we've had times where we've won games by a significant margin mm-hmm. and we've gone down in the net, right? And we've also won games where we go up a lot and then it's, it's all over the place. So we'll, we'll close on this. And John Shire, Duke head basketball coach, joining us here on the OG. I'm Joe Ovias. Julio will be back on Monday. So you're, we got what, just over a week left in this season. And with transfer portals and freshmen, how quickly, how quickly did your group get it? You know, like this is ACC basketball. It's a little bit different. Uh, the stakes are different. And when you go to Greensboro everybody's in a desperation mode. I know Kay talked about this last year a lot when teams would come in desperate for the NCAA tournament. They needed a win against Duke to help them out. When did the kind of light bulb go on for this team as we're now in the final stretch of the regular season? You know, it didn't happen probably as quickly as I would have liked Mm -hmm. or that our team would have liked. We had some eye-opening games. Miami? Uh, Is Miami that eye-opening game? Well, you know what? I want to say, I think it was Wake Forest and NC State or okay. playing on the road. And then you feel like, all right, we've gone there. Uh, we've gone over a hump. And then you play Carolina, and the next two days later, you lose at Miami. Mm-hmm. And, all right, we're not where we think we should be. And so not overreacting to that, responding. And really since that moment, uh, I think our confidence has grown in a big way. We, we feel... Uh, I can see our guys, it's one thing for me to feel it, but our guys, they feel very confident and they believe in each other and not overlooking anybody either. You know, we know tomorrow night will be a tough game and we're ready for uh, a strong end to the season here. That's why I was curious about the Miami game because, you know, you've had a couple of Saturday to Monday turnarounds, as you mentioned. Right. Uh, you, you had that... Um 
More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. It, the Miami game was a part of that. So I was curious yeah. with the yeah. Saturday, Saturday, Monday turnarounds, and regardless of what people might think about Syracuse or Louisville coming into the building this past Monday, it, turnovers are down, balls getting distributed a little bit more. I mean, was there, you know, your conversation, the players having a conversation, how'd that play out to, to yeah. kind of get more consistency over the last two games? No, no question. I mean, we've learned, we, we went, the first time was Miami, then at Virginia Tech, and we lose a tight one. Right, then right. it's Carolina, we lose to Miami. And for us in the huddle, we just kept talking about, let's show what we've learned. Show what we have learned. And uh, our guys, they had, after that game, after that Miami game, they had almost an hour and a half players-only meeting. I don't know what was said in it, but I know they wouldn't have been in there if it wasn't legit and if it wasn't if they didn't feel it and mean it. And that's what it comes down to. You know, it's, it's, I've been a part of teams that coaches try to do everything they can. If the players aren't taking the ownership, you're going to have a hard time. And I'm lucky to have a group that cares, that has owned it, and it's a reason we're in the position we are to make a strong push here uh, and be right in the mix. John Shire, Duke head basketball coach, appreciate the time. Um, that Your game will be the fourth game that I will be attending on Saturday. Because wow. State Carolina, the Hurricanes are playing, and then you. Luke, Luke DeCock and I of the News and Observer, we're, we're going to try to land the quad. All four games yeah. in one day. So you better look alive, man. Don't be, you know, I'll don't be, be, yeah. I got my Cuban coffee. Cameron, I got my Cuban coffee ready to go. PM Saturday night. Let's go. <laughs> thanks, John. All right, thanks. It's the OG. Uh, alongside Brian Murphy, WRL.com. I'm Joe Ovi. It's Julio out today. He'll be back on Monday. Yeah, Brian, I'm going to do four games. Let's go. Let's go. You better bring it. Yes, John Shire has told me to bring it, so I will bring it. Otherwise, he'll give me a hard time because I did wear a Marlins hat uh, during that interview. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.